you know, the guys you voted for uh, back in November don't fucking care at all. This is a dumb. Anyway, uh, Major Brywell for president, 20, fuck me. Welcome to the Roots Report. My name is Patrick. And I'm Major. And I'm Tim. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Today we're going to talk about Coinbase is starting its own NFT marketplace. And primarily, we're also going to be talking about the ProPublica latest tax leaks. Well, let's get started. What do you guys think about this Coinbase NFT marketplace? I'm interested to see uh, how they actually get it to work. I know Coinbase does have a, a pretty neat um, integrated like wallet app. So I'm wondering if it's just going to be sort of like an add-on onto that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. Yeah, I'm super mixed on, on Coinbase as a, as a total. Like, I don't like having three different apps, right? Coinbase, Coinbase Pro, Coinbase Wallet. Yeah. Uh, and, like, the user interface on Pro is is awful. But the user interface on the Coinbase app is fantastic. However, it's super limited that, like, I can't place, like, limit orders, Right, limit buys and sells. You're you're like, doing like swaps. Yeah, like yeah, I need market. To, yeah, swaps. it's all it's all market orders, right? Like why yeah. that's divided into two, I don't know. Does this mean I'm gonna have to get a, a fourth Coinbase NFT app? Probably, right? And it's a shame like it's not gonna integrate better. I'm super happy that like an NFT marketplace has a uh, I'm gonna go so far to call it a mainstream place to live, right? Yeah, sure. Because r- right now it's. It's very like web based where you can you can go to websites that are marketplaces, but it's not like there's any official adoption or like exchange that is integrated with one. This is kind of the first step that way. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it seems like it was just inevitable. And uh, I mean, it's such a hot topic right now. It doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, NFTs are basically just digital media that's been imprinted to the blockchain. Uh, be you know specific you know irreplicable yeah and so i think it's interesting they're doing this but uh yeah i mean i just think it's a great play by coinbase to be like one of the first big adopters because to me it just seems inevitable that like probably on amazon you'll be able to buy nfts like retail retailers want to get into nfts but a lot of the more cautious retailers just don't know how right either they don't know the websites, mm-hmm. the marketplaces, or they're sketched out by the websites or marketplaces because they've never heard them before, right? Coinbase brings some legitimacy to the more cautious retail investors who want to get in on the NFT, uh, which I think is great. What I was saying before is like if your favorite pizza is Hawaiian, right? And, and in this world, no one no one makes Hawaiian pizzas. And then Domino's starts offering Hawaiian. You're ecstatic because now you finally are able to buy Hawaiian pizza, right? So you've been hearing about all these NFTs. But if you're more cautious and you don't want to go on one of these websites and give away your your credit card or your personal information, right? Coinbase, a more reliable, at least a public company, uh, is offering a, an alternative or a place to do that. And I think that's great. Just a little hesitant on the rollout, but I'm just glad it's here. Or coming, at yeah. least. Gotta sign up for that wait list if you haven't already. No, I'm gonna let it do its thing for a little bit and then eventually get into it. I don't like to jump the gun on these sorts of things. I have a couple of NFTs. I'm just sitting on them privately, like in their own um, wallets um, on like the one of exchange, different, different type things. But yeah, I've got NFTs too. Like, you know, one day my kid's going to ask if uh, 
and I asked, Dad, did, did you ever own any NFTs? And I'm like, son, I own the first uh, soundtrack album to ever be placed on an NFT. And he's going to be like, that's fucking lame. And I'm gonna be like, I know. I'm sorry. Should have done better, kid. I apologize. <laughs> it's more going to be like, Dad, can you change the channels? Like, And you'll be like, what are, let me tell you about let the me time you, I had NFTs. Let me tell you about the time this <laughs> NFT paid for college from the movie Karen. Dad, nobody gives a fuck about your stupid NFTs. Now, see... I'm not sure that... Honestly, personally, I'm not sure that they'll ever, like, be as valuable as people think they're going to be. Because, like, yeah, they're irreplicable until they're replicable. I don't... Maybe I don't understand the technology enough that... But I feel like at some point, if hackers can replicate them, that makes them just as valuable as every other digital copy. Which is nothing. Zero digital. Zero digital. Like, if I could copy and paste stuff all day to make money, I'd be doing that. I'll tell you, there's there's no money in that. You can take a screenshot of it, but it is it's like taking a photo of the Mona Lisa. Like there's only one actual Mona Lisa. But, but see people, billions of photos of the Mona Lisa. People use that analogy all the time. However, like it doesn't quite translate because I could screenshot from my computer screen. So like there's no camera, yeah. no blurriness, no edges involved, right? Like I can screenshot yeah, the sure. exact resolution down to the pixel. But, but it's you are still right, not like, the original. Yeah. Now, that's it a can be question. an exact copy, but it's not the exact original. I was going to say, like, and the whole... It's being able to say you own one of something. Or, like, one of 7,000 of something. Or some, like... Or, or the only one, right? Like, I've got the, or one, the only one picture exactly, of... Yeah. That, yeah, I've got the only painting that Da Vinci painted of this rock, right? That's the only one. However, forges go for, for a lot of money, too. So maybe there's also market in the forge money. Or there's also money in the forge market for NFTs, but I actually think NFTs, if, and I'm like Patrick, you know, I don't understand this technology, uh, but if I understand enough of it, right, w- w- with its uniqueness, I think this might be a viable way to vote online. Yeah, good thing. Right? Like, yeah. the biggest problem is, you know, fraud, hacking, uh, and everything, like making online elections, you know, uh, important elections, not voting for this week's hottest bachelorette or whatever. Uh important stuff i think you know it's too risky online but if we are able to use nfts to create a unique one-of-a-kind ballot for me for you for everyone else listening you know for everyone who's able to vote right i think that would revolutionize democracy yeah it it, there's tons of applications for for blockchain yeah and like we're just story, st- starting to like peer behind the window of like all of the possibilities. And I don't know. And NFTs is kind of a great example of this because it, it's a way to assign something else other than like a, a currency to the blockchain and like actually be able to see some use for it. And like another great use that you just pointed out there, Major, would be like voting. That would be another great one. Or even just like license plate numbers. Or things like that, just ease of search on the actual blockchain itself, just to have like a, a global license plate list. If I could like, if I get pulled over in 2030 and I could just airdrop my license plate to, or my license plate, my, my, uh, my driver's license airdrop you to, the to, the, to the cop, right? Yeah. Then if I forgot my license, uh, that wouldn't be a problem. Which it's yeah. 2021. Me forgetting my license shouldn't be a problem for anyone but myself, right? Like yeah, I am being exactly. tracked enough as a, as a citizen 
that <laughs> if I forgot my license, you should still have no problem verifying my identity. Yeah, it's actually right. really funny. Uh, I was in the States uh, with my um, brother and like my uh, his girlfriend at the time, my sister-in-law now. And uh, we were at a bar with my parents and uh, they just like both defaultly like ordered alcoholic drinks and the server like asked for their ID and she didn't have hers on her because she was like 23 or something at the time. So like it hadn't been a thought to her because drinking age in Canada is 19. So whenever he asked for her ID, she's like, crap, like I don't have anything with me. And he's like, okay, just like show me your Facebook profile. Like there's other ways to ID people. Right. And like we all kind of just like took a step back. We're like, whoa. What? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, yeah. That's that's this, this not standard operating procedure. No, no, no. It's definitely not sale. legal to do that. But like the fact that like he trusted just the Facebook profile that was like defaultly on her phone. No, but you know, like, I I thought about geez, this. I guess as someone who lives in a country that has a drinking age twenty one and went to college during the Facebook the, the prime of Facebook, you know, when it was cool before it destroyed democracy. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought about yeah. this and. <laughs> Brief moment. I would say, regardless uh, of age, right? If someone's going to put that much effort in to create a realistic, fake-looking Facebook picture and be like logged in and ready to go to show me that, like if I'm like uh, serving them alcohol and I need to check their ID and they show me a Facebook, like fuck it, you can have it. Like, yeah, if, if you almost if you look like you're you know, like around 21, right? Like even if you're 19 or 20 and you're this ambitious, like go for it. Like you deserve a drink. I agree with you, but only on the grounds that I don't give a fuck what age you are. If you want to drink, go ahead. It's not up to me. That's personal freedoms. That's between them and their parents, personally. That's how I feel. Yeah. And she was with, like, my whole family, my parents included, so it's not like it was just her right. out with her bunch of her friends trying to get drinks. Like, I, and she was actually of age. I, I agree completely. Like, what you do yeah. to your body is, is your choice. Uh, until... It limits my choices, right? Which is where uh, you can't right. yell fire in a crowded theater comes into play. But just right. remembering being 18 and remembering me being drunk at 18 and all my friends being drunk at 18, uh, I don't want a bunch of drunk 18-year-olds running around the world. <laughs> I, I think this this world's shitty enough as it is. Nah. But I it's I still their fun. own decisions. I had fun. Is it- they have fun. That's their business. They get in a car wreck. That's a different different thing. I'm not trying to limit someone else's, you know, life. You know, if they want to be 18 and drink, go for it. You can buy a gun at 18. You can sign up for the draft and go to a foreign country and kill people. But you can't have a fucking drink. Get fucked. Get fucked. You have the ability and the consciousness to sign up to to die. But you can't be served uh, a Bud Light. I think dying might be preferable to a Bud Light, though. Yeah, as, as long as they're running around and paying taxes on the drinks that they're buying, it's all fine. Yeah. I agree. Everybody should pay taxes. Well, yes and no. And yes. No. But, but, you know, you get what yeah, I'm saying. Like all, you, you're picking up what I'm putting like, down. Uh, no, no, no. I'm Everybody s- should pay taxes. I'm full stop. What you're sm- I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Uh, but okay, what are first taxes, of all, right? I appreciate like, it. Taxes is such Tim, a broad but overview statement. America was founded on evading taxes say that again that's our whole foundation america was founded on evading taxes right? uh i'll tell you this little, little side tangent that's not actually a tangent because it's related to what we're talking about today uh it actually kind of fucking spawned this whole uh topic um that and the athlete times pro publica article we'll talk about here in a minute 
uh, my wife ordered some vape juices online and on the package there it, it like on the packaging it talked about a stamp tax and I was like whoa, whoa 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 didn't we like start a whole war and like leave a whole country because of stamp taxes are they back so that is what made me want to that and the ProPublica article that came out like the very next day made me really want to like kind of dive in and talk about taxes with you guys if if that's okay with you because I'm a, I'm a little fired up. Uh, I don't want to give away any kind of information here, right? I'm not asking for your socials or, or, or your income. But did any of you guys pay federal taxes last year? Yep. Actually, well, no. I was still paying I off student personally. loans, so no. I had yeah. more more rebates or credits, whatever you want to call them, than, than I had expenditure. Yeah. I filed taxes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's... Totally fine. Let me ask you this. Are you on the Forbes 400 list of the richest people in the world? I, I'm no, not. No, you are not. If you were. Unfortunately. One if day. If you were. One day, right? So if you one day got on the Forbes 400 list, would you then think you'd pay federal taxes? Do I think I would or do I think I no, should? No, you think you would. No, I don't think I would because they never fucking do. Uh, you know what? Uh <laughs> bunch of limey gits this was supposed to be a, a gotcha question but i think it got me because if i was on the forbes 400 list i wouldn't either right no one should no one likes paying taxes if we <laughs> leave loopholes for people to not pay taxes someone out there will figure them out and that person will get paid a lot of money to help other people not pay taxes right we call right. them cpas phenomenal people yep Right. Yeah. But there are, I'd imagine, some CPAs out there making six figures, saving billionaires seven figures on their taxes every year. Right. Like in 2007, Jeff Bezos. Right. This is from the the ProPublica article. The secret IRS files trove of never before seen records reveal how the wealthiest avoid income tax. If you guys want to check out the article, it'll probably be linked uh, in the description below the podcast. But in 2007, Jeff Bezos, who was a multi-billionaire, right, many billions of dollars, uh, didn't pay any federal income tax. And he did that again in 2011, right? Elon Musk in 2018 didn't pay any federal income tax. Michael Bloomberg did it, uh, didn't pay taxes. Billionaire uh, Arl, or Carl Icahn, Icahn, Icahn? Icahn. I cannot pronounce his name, right? He, he didn't pay taxes twice. And fucking George Soros paid no federal income taxes three years in a row, right? So George Soros, he's the big gold guy, right? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He's he's the one that... He's uh, old money. He's yeah, old yeah. money. I, I'll tell you what. They're all job creators, and that's what's important. Yeah, <laughs> these are some of the, the, the wealthiest people in the world, <laughs> right? And they're not paying any federal income tax. And I'm not saying it, everyone should pay federal income tax. If you don't make enough money, right, then there should be some federal tax credits uh, allotted to you, right? But yeah. if you are Jeff Bezos and you are a multi-billionaire, right, but through these tax loopholes, you report such a low income rate that you actually qualify. And then he fucking took, he took the $4,000 uh, tax credit. Jeff, and like, I don't blame him, right? If I was offered a free $4,000, I would take it. Now, of course, I'm not being offered it because I'm Jeff Bezos. I'm not paying taxes, right? But I would fire my accountant if he didn't take that $4,000 for me, 
However, that just shouldn't be offered. We just shouldn't. Like, I don't blame Jeff Bezos. I don't hate the player. I hate the game. Right? I don't care if he's offered the $4,000 because I think it makes it unnecessarily complicated to exclude people like that. But I do care if he's evading taxes when he's, like, one of the richest people in the world. Absolutely. Now, I understand, like, it would be too complicated. However, have you seen our tax code system? Like, Trump got elected, and one of the things he was going to say was going to take our tax code and, and, and reduce it down to the size of a post-it note or size of a postcard. But that didn't happen. And it just says it just, Trump doesn't Trump, pay taxes. Trump only pays seven fifty in taxes, right? Yeah. Uh, but we have a, an extensive, a huge uh, legal code, right? A, a huge binder uh, of tax laws and legislation. So what's an extra line or two? And I don't even think it would be that hard. It would be if you make over a billion dollars, you do not receive any credits from the government, state or federal. Is that a fair? Right. If I, I think that's fair. That's yeah, that's like, a one sentence. That's all you have to add. And I just came up with on the cusp of my head. I, I have a degree in math, but as anyone with a math degree would tell you, it doesn't mean shit in the real world. Right. I don't have a CPA, but it doesn't seem that hard to add that sentence in there. Right. If you have seven figures attached to your assets, like if your assets are over a billion dollars, you don't receive any government handouts. Let me tell you why that's never going to happen. Oh, I know why. And it's not because it doesn't make sense. It's because rich people decide what laws get written. You see, so very difficult to convince them that it's in their best interest to tax themselves more. Especially if they're all just going to go off world now. It's, It's like saying, do we want to make a policy to give us less money at the end of each year? No, nobody wants less money at the end of each year. So if you're in charge of making policies that directly affect the amount of money you take home, you're probably going to look to your best interest. Which is why our tax code sucks, because the rich control it in the first place. I mean, that's why we fucking even pay taxes, right? Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, I pay taxes, and I send it to the government, and then the government comes back and tells me I'm wrong? Like, what the fuck? Like, how am I wrong? Like, (laughs) you wouldn't know I'm wrong unless you did it too. Like, the government, and, like, that's just, like, an anecdotal, like, kind of way to picture it. But the government does your taxes for you. They know how much to expect. That way they know when they don't get the proper amount. Yeah. It was was actually pretty interesting. I did my taxes myself for the first time last year. And, like, it's not overly difficult to do. But, like, it's interesting all the things that you can, like, get discounts for or, like, credits for. And... I don't know. It's, it's just interesting to sort of click through and look at your your year, how much you, know you made, rem- how much you spent. You know what that reminds me of? Options. They're as easy or as hard as you make them, right? Like if you want to learn the iron butterfly for options, right? The there's an equivalency. You you can go super hardcore in taxes and probably save a ton of money. But if you just yep. think spies going up and you buy today and you sell tomorrow, right? Then that's as easy as just clicking through the system and paying taxes. Right. And it's yeah. designed for that. Like H&R Block and uh, the the other uh, the big tax conglomerates have lobbyists who have paid millions and millions. This is documented like millions and millions of dollars to like to the lobbyists and, and to Congress. Right. To make a, a, a federal law to pay like, that we have to file our taxes, whereas the IRS could just file our taxes and send us a bill. And then it would be up to us if we wanted to check the IRS's math. And send like and debate that and send them back a different bill. 
That's how they do it in a lot of other countries. But because of the lobbyists here, they want us to just do it. And then we're, then we're you know, we're, we'll pay 50 bucks. Or H&R then we have block. to pay H&R yeah. block. And then we just fucking click through it. And we don't know what we're fucking doing. And they're like, oh, hey, for $200, you can talk to a tax professional. And I'm like, I'm not paying $200. I don't want to pay these fucking taxes. Right. Yeah, Whereas, it's, it's very backwards how it's kind of a mandatory thing that you need to figure out by yourself whether you're paying someone to do it or not. And then they don't even teach you how to do it in school. That's my so thing. So you're like literally right. out to lunch on your own with no money. None. Like what? <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have met the American populace, but they're not all the brightest. I mean, there's definitely no disrespect if you're one of them. That's just how <laughs> no, it is. No, like, I am. I'm one but, of the brightest. Uh, <laughs> like, but, uh, I am an incredible Taxes aren't that easy. I don't get my taxes, right? Like, I'm not flexing. I'm not showboating. I am just... I spent too much time in college studying and not enough time having fun and partying. And that's my fault. That's my my cross to bear. But I'll tell you, I've crunched a lot of numbers. Taxes, fuck that. That's not an intelligence game. That's a knowledge game, right? I've met a lot of CPAs who are dumb as fucking rocks. But they went to school for six years, so they know this stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, It's, it's knowing what holes are there to abuse. Actually, personally, I find that kind of beautiful where... Uh, we're specialized to the point where you could be a fucking idiot, but hey, this guy knows taxes. That's all he needs to know. Mm-hmm. You know, we're specialized. We're a society. Yeah. We're very mature. And you probably make six figures point. a year and live in Silicon Valley. Exactly. I'm fine with that too. For the you record, know? And that's all you need to know. You can specialize in one field. Um, but the thing is, is that yeah, Texas fucking suck, and uh, the way they are handled is sucks. Anyway, I. Uh, that's that's me. Um, you can Texas you suck. can tweet at me. You can come join the conversation uh, in the Discord if you, if you think I'm right. If you think I'm wrong, please hit me up. I'd fucking love to talk about it because I'm probably am wrong. I'm not the smartest person in the room. Not even this fucking room. Uh, and you know we're doing this remotely, so I'm kind of the only person here. But you get the point, right? Like we've got a problem. No, we got the point. You're not the smartest person in yes. that room and you're the only person. I'm the only, right, exactly. Like, so, I'm not the one who should be, like, I got making it. policy decisions. But if I'm so Loud fucking and clear, dumb for. and can see, like, this is a problem, <laughs> then how are the elected officials, the best of the best, like, that we put in charge of all this, how, how is this not addressed? And, you know, the guys you voted for uh, back in November don't fucking care at all. This is so dumb. Anyway, uh, Major Brywell for president, 20, fuck me. Why are we talking about Jewish space lasers? Again, we we touched on it earlier. It's rich people making decisions that benefit rich people. So the only thing I've come to in my 30 years of life is that I just need to get rich. And in the last 10 years of my life. You and me both, buddy. I've discovered the only way to do that is through the market, right? Stock market, Mm -hmm. real estate market. It's not your nine to five. Right. No. I mean, look, you could rise to the very top of Google and only make a dollar a year. He says, yeah, facetiously exactly. <laughs> rolling his eyes in the back of his head. <laughs> you know, there's someone out there just statistically someone out there has been paying four hundred and twenty dollars and sixty nine cents on their taxes for like the last two or three years. It's only a matter of time for they get caught and become like a headline. And uh, to you, good sir, you're a hero and you're my hero, more importantly. <laughs> Oh, yes. I hope you come in audit. One last thing. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, that was confidential. My bad. Uh, One last thing I (laughs) want to talk about as far as being revolutionary, right? 
what if we stopped idolizing these rich ass fucking people, right? Yeah. Who are not quote unquote cash rich, right? But uh, have Asset net rich. worth and assets, right? Right? Like Other being things. rich, we've yeah. seen this. Being rich is a pissing contest, right? It was, it's Jeff and Elon. And then for that two seconds of fame, that, that uh, guy we talked about with all the luxury designer brands in Italy, right? I mean, he's still up there. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't just, yeah. You don't just, Bernard you don't become number one and then just drop Bernard off or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. But what if we, as people, stop idolizing them and stop giving them the power, right? Like, we rank these people like, oh, like Jeff Bezos is number one richest person in the world. We have a Forbes 400 list, right? That's who we're talking about. But what if we started, what if we took away the Forbes 400 list or rebranded, not rebranded, no, we keep the same brand, but we changed the methodology. What if instead of the 400 richest people, right, it's the 400 people who paid the most taxes last year, right? I.e. the 400 most contributing Americans in America. I think these these egomaniacs would adjust their lives to get back on that list, right? You want to be on the force for hundred. It's a sense of notoriety. You want to be known as the best. You want to be number one on the list. So what if we start idolizing these people based on their contributions to society, i.e. taxes? Thank you for listening to the Roots Report by Roots Research. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between the hosts, and this is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share and follow us on Twitter and Spotify, and even join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been Roots Research, and stay rooted.